Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. Hello and welcome to The Sick Show, Copy in Copenhagen on 97.7 FM. My name is Owen and I am with Trent Coelli. Hello! Yes, our cultural expert, Trent Coelli, who you have heard on many a different segment here on the show, is sitting in for dear own Marius, who has uh, uh, absconded. Absconded. He's absconded. He, in the English he is. Uh, <laughs> he is. He is not on location. Uh, he very last minute uh, decided not to be in the country, and uh, very last minute I asked our dear friend Trent to sit yeah. in for him. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, very very last minute, a couple of days ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're going to be here co-hosting. Keeping the conversation alive, giving me all the Danish facts because you're going to be the, the token Dane now. Um, oh and to start off, you're going to take over what Marius would normally do and tell me what is coming up on this show. Sure, it would be my absolute Marius pleasure. Um, <clears throat> well, number one, we're going to look at some news items uh-huh. uh, as per usual. Yep. Um, three of those. Uh, we're going to have a little chat, you and I, uh, about uh, about uh, language confusion. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, just a nice general chat about that. I have a I have a little confession to make about that, but let's get into mm. that later on in the show. Okay. I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> a little curious. Um and uh, then we're going to have some hot tips. Um uh, that uh, you know what's going around town. Yeah. And uh, and that's it. And that's the show. That's the show. Well, let's yeah. get into it. You're on sick. Tell me the news, good sir. All right. So uh the first bit of news is um Um, it's summer related and um, yeah, basically uh, uh, the Danish uh, rescue services uh-huh. are uh, pleading with people. Um, the more I sound like my, the more I do this, the more I think I sound like Marissa. You don't at all. Um, You're nowhere near yeah. it. Damn it. Um, <laughs> that's uh, a good thing, right? Uh, they are uh, they're asking people to please report when they lose a blow up animal. You know the ones you take to the beach. Yes. Like a blow-up whale or yeah. blow-up giraffe or yeah. penguin or whatever it is. Okay, wait, no, hold on. Giraffe or penguin? <laughs> I don't don't they exist? I'm sh- I'm sh- like I, in the blow-up form? <laughs> I've never taken one to the beach, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I haven't either. It's not like I have a collection of them or anything. <laughs> you God. just said it so calmly and confidently. Well, I, I, just, mean. I feel like I've seen a blow-up giraffe. You know, like you have a giraffe that's a ring. It's like a safety a safe, safety ring. A safety yeah, ring. it's a thing. And then, yeah. well, so you're just like... Uh, A ring with a massive neck coming off. That's it. what I'm. That's what I'm picturing. A giraffe, a blow up giraffe. Right. Okay. A blow right. up animal. Right. So apparently, what's happening yep. is uh, a lot of people at the beach because it's so damn hot, mm. and uh, I guess they're all taken to blow up animals, which mm-hmm. are in abundance in Danish stores. Apparently. <laughs> um, so they're uh, they're grabbing those and they're blowing them up, and then they're playing with them and like, oh no, and the wind takes it, I guess, uh-huh. and off it goes to sea, and people are reporting just, it. Um, yeah, just they're just leaving it go and just off to Sweden you go. Exactly. <laughs> or, or, yeah, I guess that's the closest. Kind of. um, off, off it goes, and I, I and uh, people I just wave it goodbye, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and apparently, what's happening is is that uh, people are are reporting it as as like people in distress because it looks like I guess a person in distress for some reason. Ah. Um. So a blow up animal made of plastic and it's a dolphin or a giraffe looks like a human. A, fl- in distress. a floating a floating blow up giraffe. Well, yeah. Just... I mean, if you think about it, gir- there could be the arm. Yeah. The neck mm. might look like an arm. Just one. Just one arm, motionless arm. That's true. It, well, I mean, have you ever you ever heard the saying that someone drowning doesn't look like someone drowning? They look like someone waving. No. What? No. Uh, so this is actually true. Um, so uh, 
apparently when 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 people like lifesavers and stuff talk about you know helping people that are drowning or whatever yeah um they sort of ask you know what what do you think it looks like when a person drowns and i ask you what, what do you think Owen? what do you think it looks like uh a, a lot of heads bobbing up and down out of the water um possibly you, 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 i want to say hands waving and stuff yeah but that doesn't make sense because your hands will be used to try and keep you afloat bingo yeah exactly so so they say it's uh it's a person people think that a person drowns in a way it's like hey, oh, help 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 yeah um but by the time you know a lot of people are, are looked at or, or a person is, is drowning and maybe have been treading water for a while they're yeah. way too exhausted or anything yeah, like that. yeah yeah so it's about it's that sort of struggle for life which kind of looks rather calm from the outside mm. and not that i've seen it myself oh, yeah. i just want to make that clear um but yeah that little side light fact <laughs> there in this rather humorous piece well, on the last moments animals. of life what does it look like uh, to you? <laughs> Oh God! Um, yeah, so apparently that's uh, that 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 is a, a big enough of an issue that the Danish uh, emergency services have uh, have requested that people uh, report it when they've lost their uh, blow up animal at the beach. That mu- that is that sounds like it's happening an awful lot. And the picture is this lovely guy uh, in front of his big uh, safety or uh, not safety emergency helicopter. Uh, have a look at it. Uh, holding oh, yeah. a lovely big blow up. What? Uh, that's not a dolphin. What is that? That's, uh, a, that's a that's a killer whale. It's a killer whale. Yeah, um, yeah, with his happy colleagues in the background. So yeah. it's um, it's a smiley killer whale. It's a happy looking killer whale, it but it's a killer whale nonetheless. It is a killer whale, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. So that was the first news story. Okay. Um, well, so keep keep your plastic uh, blob giraffes to you know um, arm's length. Don't don't lose them. Uh, I came across uh, something interesting. Uh, Copenhagen uh, won a big, massive architectural award lately. Oh. Yeah. We've uh what we listen to me. Listen to me integrating like a, a so and so. Uh it has won a uh a global architectural award from the uh architecture uh, I'm going um, never mind. I pronounced that word wrong. Uh, dot com. Uh, yeah. uh for the capital's first all timber neighborhood. Uh, it's a beautiful combination uh a balance between human uh, priorities and strong combination of natural surroundings as well. Okay, so the idea is going to be out in um, you know, Vestamen, and it's going to be like this beautiful wooden. Right. Because m- you you know Vestamen, it's like a marshy kind of. Is that land. where Philipparking is? Not Philipparking, the other one. I'm a Philo. Down uh, that direction, that yeah. The, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, uh, this is actually going to be uh, on top of what was a um, dump site. So it's really you know making oh. things beautiful again. Okay. Uh, and it, it's it, it's so good. The award they got was prize for the unbuilt masterpiece category, just, which yeah. I love. That's what you get in preschool. Uh, like, yes, I like the idea that you had. Here's a medal. Yeah, um, but I mean, sure, it was very hard work to draw up a, a tree uh, village or a wooden village, but uh, but uh, yeah. In so, my mind's eye, I have so many unbuilt masterpieces. Sure, you could have so many medals right now. I have. I. I yeah. mean. But yes, this is going to be built. Uh, I don't know actually, but twenty twenty. It's going to be. Uh, they're going to okay it in twenty twenty one, and probably twenty twenty seven. But it's it'll break ground. So hmm? it's award winning. So yeah, it's award winning. Theoretic. It's theoretically award winning mm-hmm. stuff. But descri- can you just say again the the description of it? It was like something about human human interaction with trees. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Let me let me. Yeah. I'll do my best. Uh, yeah. Architectural wise. The project transforms a former dumping ground into the model of a sustainable living, balancing human priorities with a strong commitment to natural surroundings. Faf. Such. Faf is the term I'd use. 
Gobbledygook. Oh my god! It's 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 wooden paneling uh, and moss. Yeah, it's like it's uh, it, but it's going to be beautiful. I'm sure, I'm no doubt. I mean, I mean, wood, wooden exteriors and interiors are always rather rather fetching. Wouldn't you like to live there? I <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of human priorities, <laughs> which I want to be at at one with the natural surroundings. This so. is going to be in uh, Velen's quarter. I uh, know I've said it wrong again. V E V E J, Lens quarter. V E J. So that's Vi. Violence Quarter. Violence Quarter. Yeah, out in Nama. Okay. Well, all these names I've never heard of. Oh. Well, um, I'll raise your uh, imaginary village uh-huh. uh, with uh, <laughs> with some uh, some face mask talk. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's been in the media quite a lot yep. uh, these days, and there's a lot of a lot of opinions about face masks, um, and whether or not uh, you know back in back in the you know for a month or two months ago there was a lot about you know, do they actually work and blah blah blah. Yes. Blah. Um, we're kind of past that stage now. I feel when you look at the media and the way they're covering now, it's we're getting it's to a stage like, where it, it, they, they do something. Let's all just yeah, people yeah. are just talking about it. Like okay, this is a thing which might have to happen. Yeah, um, and they've gone and asked the average Danish person or the average citizen here, um, basically what they think about face masks. And um, the, the the title is uh, of of the article is uh, is uh, that the uh, that um, uh, that there should be a, a requirement. Uh, for um, for face masks, according to every third Danish person. Okay. So that's their that's their, their title. So leading in strong there, uh, which is you know from from an observational perspective, I, I found to be strange. Uh, you know, you hear a lot of objections and, and stuff like that, uh, mm-hmm. also amongst uh, friends and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but apparently every third. So uh, they've done a few little uh, little surveys. I just like to read you some stats. Mm-hmm. Apparently, stats give you credibility, so I'm going to go right there straight away. Um, uh, the first one here is um, uh, the government would like. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, it's it's like one of those you know this uh, answer you know positive or negative to the statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the government would like to, uh, or rather, the government should um, require uh, face masks at. In all oftenly areas, uh, oftenly, my goodness, I'm danglishing. In all public areas, uh-huh. uh, and it says here that uh, a, a very high degree, um, and in a high degree of agreement to that statement, uh, 31% of Danes. Okay, that's quite a lot. Yeah, um, and uh, to some degree, uh, 32%. Mm. So um, you know they say one third, but that's that's I would I would class that as a bit more than one yeah. third in, in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the end, right? Yeah. Uh, with only uh, with people sort of you know, not really um, also you know not really or, or not at all uh, about thirty four percent agreeing with that statement and about three percent who don't know. Um, <laughs> what, do you, what don't I don't I, I don't uh, it, it's not like I don't know that I'm I, I'm I'm you know undecided. It's I I I don't know. I don't know how masks work. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, but you know what? After these days, I guess I really didn't know how much. <laughs> I mean, I've never worn a mask in my life. When I was in Germany, I went down there and, I, and we had to wear, you had to wear masks, like, you know, in, in service stations and, and okay. any, any kind of shop yeah, um, and whatever. And uh, and yeah, it, it's a super weird feeling. You put it on and then you sort of like, okay, it took me like, I don't know, an hour to figure out you could actually bend the little nose piece so it stood on your, like it was on your ah, nose okay. proper. Oh. Um, uh, wow. What a story talking about how to put masks on. This might uh, be very important information in the weeks to come. However, uh, so people are like, yeah, sure, mouth, mouth, mask, mouth masks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mouth masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, super Compared crazy. to the other ones. Yeah, Compared yeah, yeah. Compared to yeah, the yeah. other ones. Ask masks. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, so another question that was asked in the same survey was, uh, to which degree would the price affect you wearing um, a, a face mask? Yeah. Um, and... 
the same amount of people <laughs> that said, no. yeah, sure, said in a to a very high degree or in a high degree, 35% of those asked said that the price would uh, would totally affect put them off it um which you know i guess in some degree it it makes sense uh like okay if you you know like you've heard about that face mask they had it where the fuck was it uh it was one of those fancy ass designer stores and it was a face mask with louis vuitton or something uh-huh. or dolce and cabana mm-hmm. is it cabana oh, that's a sausage in australia i think i've dolce and cabana. you are talking to the wrong guy yeah well, <laughs> you're listening to the wrong guy <laughs> Uh, so they they did them and it was like 10,000 crowns or something and there's lines outside of things so I, I kind of get what? like if people are going to start you know pricing it up um, but at the same time yeah I, I guess that could also mean that maybe if it's nice and cheap they'd be like definitely yeah, yes that doesn't really it's not really clear although uh, there was also 42% of people that, that wholeheartedly disagreed with that statement so they didn't care if it costs uh, or they weren't that concerned about the cost it would be more the well it very much depends on can you reuse it how many times can i like do i have to purchase one yeah i mean that's what that's what i'm thinking yeah i mean i was uh, talking to some colleagues today about it um and uh, we're talking about how it's you know will face masks be the new sunglasses um yeah you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's it's when when again when we're in germany some very trendy ones out there yes super yeah. trendy so we, we were when we we're down in germany with with uh, with my partner and and traveling down there uh, the people had like uh, cool face masks like well, with little patterns and smiles and zips and whatever um so uh, it smile. might become a new fashion <laughs> it might become a new fashion thing mm. who knows so yeah that was uh that you was... seen the the f1 guys f1 yeah formula one guys they have to all officially wear them now and it's like bane it's like proper big oh. heavy duty ones and they've got like little valves on them and stuff like this no, on I the side seen... they're very cool looking why Fight. do they have to wear... that's got nothing to do with corona though What the ma- no 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 it's like it is a Corona mask, huh. but they all have all the teams have to wear them now and they they have these things called bubbles so each oh. F1 team can only be around each other they can't integrate with anybody else so you're allowed to get stay close to your teammates wow. but you can go you cannot go into the other garage or mingle with anyone it's all really really strict mm. for this particular sport well, every sport I suppose but um but they all have because like, it's all like hardcore engineers and every everything they've designed these mega cool. Face masks wow. and they're, they're like symbols on, like the logos on them. And the, but yeah, they got a little valve thing. It looks okay. Looks pretty cool. So If I had to wear fun. that, uh, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, Formula One fan, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the rare sports I'm into. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not a sporty guy. But, um, <laughs> no, no, right. I uh, I met a guy today. Um, sidetrack. Yeah. I met a guy today. Sidetrack. Uh, hey! <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, we <laughs> met a guy today. Uh, one of my uh, uh, my ex student uh, helpers, I guess you can call it. Um, that, that makes that makes to anyone who doesn't know you or what you do, that makes no <laughs> sense at all, Trent. Okay, I'm an international study advisor. We employ student study advisors. It was an ex one of those. Hi, Albert, if you're listening. <laughs> um, Albert is uh, is doing a uh, uh, basically an electric Formula One car at DTU. So he's creating uh, along. It's a whole thing. They, that's they exist. Formula E. It's a whole. It's a whole um, race. I had no idea before uh, no. today. Yeah. But yeah, so he's building one from scratch with a team at DTU, and they compete wow. in all these international uh, tournaments. Mostly, uh, apparently, English universities are involved, but but basically all over the world. And uh, and they race these things. And the idea is, is they race them against. Uh, they also race them against. Uh, sort of conventional petrol powered 
cars. Wow. Uh, so sort of, I guess it's like to try and up that extra sort of like, let's make this really good. Yeah, and yeah, sort yeah. Of break well, the technology talk to barrier. Albert. That sounds cool. Albert, Albert yeah, right? Yeah. Albert, yeah. yeah. Albert, I would gladly put you in touch with Albert. Because there's, 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 yeah. there's no... Um, I've been in a, 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 a... Years ago, I was in the first Tesla car. I know that means nothing in Copenhagen where every second car is a Tesla, but I was in the first Irish Tesla car okay. in the country. Um, a family friend um, works with um, renewable energy, wind turbines in particular, yeah. and like to keep up the image. He's he's a well, he's, he, he he was doing well out of it, but to keep up the image, he bought the first like Tesla something. Can't remember. It was a sports car. Mm, I was the first, very first one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah. And I sat into it, and he went not to sixty in. I was like under three seconds or something oh. like that. It was ridiculous because there's no, there's no talk. There's nothing. It's yeah. just, yeah. It just it's go. Yeah. There's no gears to change. There's nothing. Nothing needs to start moving no. like around. It's just go now. It's like when an airplane takes off, right? Yeah. It's that sort of like <clears throat> straight back yeah. in the seat. Head, head back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but that's cool. And the other thing with the with the Formula E guys, um, <laughs> so you know, you like in F1 or any other uh, motorsport, like when they pit stop, yeah. change tires, yeah. maybe they put a bit more petrol or anything. Mm. In the Formula E, the battery's dead. So they just bring it into the garage, you hop out and jump into another one. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I had this picture before you said what it was like a guy on a bicycle right beside just pedaling <laughs> charging and it charged up but uh, okay they just they, have, yeah okay. they just dumped the car and go for another one and then they charge the other one yeah 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 I mean how long, how long I mean we maybe get it but how long is one of those last on the track uh, it's it's a lot shorter than like an F1 race which is but I think maybe an hour or oh like on, on its own like one car I yeah I'm guesstimate I'm totally guessing now because I've never actually watched a full race but um, I think it's like an hour's race maybe for less and then one is like half an hour is in a car or something okay. like that maybe four or five minutes those speeds that's pretty impressive yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a yeah it's a, and it's really getting popular mm. um, but dim's the news thank you very much good sir oh, you're welcome uh, if you want to read any other articles check out the Copenhagen Post and if you've clicked on the Copenhagen Post link welcome to the show uh, how was Germany you were saying you're down in Germany how yeah. was that uh, yeah it was uh, it was great um, Germany's a well I, I haven't really gone around that much in Germany um, or traveled around I've done like the classic Hamburg, uh, Berlin, and that other place with the castles, which is all of Europe. <laughs> uh, you know the one with uh, with the things and the costumes. Oh, I'm so sorry, German people. Yeah, um, but you're the one down south. Everyone loves it. It's got great stuff and things. Which <laughs> great, it's got great stuff. But I'm saying. <laughs> Fucking Munich. Bavaria? Munich. Munich, right, okay. Bavaria. I thought, yeah, yeah, I was like... Exactly. Because yeah. you're just... It sounded like a ma- like a region. I was like... Yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Munich, uh, okay. so uh, when when I decided, or when we decided to go down to Germany for holidays, uh, we, we kind of like, okay, where the hell do we go? And we asked uh, a bunch of people at work um, where I asked a bunch of people at work, you know, where, where could you go in Germany? I've just purchased a car. Yeah. And uh, I went... Oh, you've got a car I now. I have a car now. It's delightful, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Is it... Okay, pause Germany. Yeah, sure. Okay, go back to it or my or or, or not. I'm, like, yeah, I'm happy to talk about my car. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Let, you bought a car. I did in Copenhagen. I did. I'm stupid. A little bit. You, you okay? You you work in Ama. True. Do you live in Ama? I don't. Wait, wait. No, no. Other way around. I do you live in Ama, but you don't and, work. And I don't in work in Ama. I work in Lungbu. So it's it's still it's a bit of a hike. Um, it's on, okay. Public transport maybe. Th- 50 minutes ish, right? Are you going to fact check me? Eh? Here, go on. Um, how do you spell it? Lung, Lung, how do you spell it? Uh, Kongs Lungbu. Letters. Oh, sorry. Kongens. K O N G E R. No, it's not, that's not right. 
K O N G E N S separate word Lingby L Y N G B Y Uh yeah okay that deserves a car Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, I purchased, I purchased. I was getting all ready to get high and mighty on you there, but no, yeah, that's no. fair. <laughs> hey, I would, I would, I would swing straight back at you with my plug-in hybrid. Oh, so, all right, okay, mm-hmm. all right. Like that old South Park episode, I go around sniffing my own bike. So, <laughs> mm. <laughs> 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 Although I kind of cancelled that because an SUV, and it is a gazler when you're not using the <laughs> electricity. Really? Oh man, we took it to Germany. I was like, I was super, super upset with the with the, with the mileage. We're getting very technical right now, but basically, uh, I we tanked up five times on a two thousand kilometer journey, which I'm told is good for a car that size. But for a hybrid, uh, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't feel like. But it's still good. I mean, I have. It's a. It's a Mitsubishi Outlander, right? You're, you say. You say that with the tone of someone who's just figured out what that is, <laughs> and now they're really proud of it. It's a Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV, uh, dual engine uh, uh, on the wheels. Uh, what? What's the? What's the benefit of, of a hybrid? What is the benefit? of Well, <laughs> Owen. Let me tell you. Oh fuck! This is going to be a sales pitch. <laughs> Number one, no. So uh, I, I I looked up a bunch of uh, things, and it's it's more economic. First of all, yeah. if if it's something like, you know, if you want to use a car, I want to use a car for like a road tripping, but also zipping around back and forth to work and around town and whatnot. So yeah. zipping around town and back and forth to work, uh, a hybrid is great. A plug-in hybrid is good because then you've got the electric uh, charge, which you can use there. Yeah. Where you don't use any petrol. Yeah. Um, and then uh, when you go on long trips, then you just switch over to the petrol. It still runs on a on a hybrid mode. So wait, you you there are you there are you don't have to use petrol. Uh, no, 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 because it's a, so this, okay. All right. You want to do this? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Listeners, get your pillows and your sleeping pills. Uh, it's, it's about to get technical. Uh, all right. So you've got three, you've got a few kinds of electric cars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I found all this out before I bought my car. So I've known this for a total of about three months. Right. Right. So, uh, you've got an electric vehicle, EV. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've got a, uh, hybrid vehicle. So EV, electric vehicle, we're talking Tesla, full on Total battery. Right. The right. whole thing is an electric vehicle. Yeah. Right. And then you've got a uh, hybrid vehicle, HV, mm-hmm. right, which is something like a Toyota Corolla, uh, for example, that might be a hybrid vehicle, uh, where it's got a, an engine, a petrol engine and an electric engine. They speak together. You don't do anything. So it's using petrol, but the it charges up the battery and the battery sort of feeds back into the engine every now and then. So it has a hybrid functionality. But would it stop the engine? At, at, on a, like on occasion, would the engine just not be going, not using any? Correct. So it charges fuel? up the yeah. So it charges up the battery, and then the battery. So says, you'd be driving I along got it for for now for like under like five minutes, so, and then it goes back to engine. So you'd just be driving along, chugga 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 chugga, and then the chugga would just stop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really? Okay. Yep. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there is a PH EV. Right. So that's. EV, remember our initials from before, Owen. Uh-huh. EV is electric vehicle. Uh-huh. PH is a new one. Is a base uh, level, uh, <laughs> like an acid base level test. <laughs> That's right. My car is acidic, bitches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is a plug-in hybrid. Uh, uh-huh. So PHE, wait, plug-in hybrid vehicle. PHEV. This is what plug-in you have. Hybrid 
electric. Aha, there it is. Who plug-in hybrid electric vehicle PH EV. That's what I have. Okay. Which is the best of both worlds. Okay. You get the engine which you can plug in and charge and use independently. You can choose to not use the other engine. Yeah. Um uh, or you can just use the petrol which is uh, always runs in a power and a hybrid mode anyway because it's still got the battery that yeah, okay. charges up and and, and discharges. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and yeah, that's that's the thing. So so you can use the, the charge uh, on short journeys, that kind of thing. So to give you an idea, I uh, I use the car every day. Yep. Last time I did a full month at work, mm-hmm. um, back and forth every day. It's about a 20-kilometer journey there, 20 kilometer back. So let's round it up to 40. Uh, or just plus them together. I don't need to round anything <laughs> up there. <laughs> Math. <clears throat> it's for the weird. Um, or the, the whatever. Anyway, so uh, yeah, you do that. And then um, uh, I use no petrol. What? No. My my tank went down like a minuscule amount because I, I you know at some point I went uh, you know a little further than I normally did. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No. I, but then you have a plug inside at each end. You plug it in each. each right. Side. So that that is the requirement, right? So I don't have a plug in station at my accommodation, at my accommodation where I live, uh, <laughs> in the hostel you're based in <laughs> for the last fifteen years. The hotel so. basement, where I'm <laughs> situated. Uh, so I, I use the DTU charging stations. Um, I have I have a, a, a what you call it like a. Uh, You're using oh, what's it called? Trent is using little crab claw in, like <laughs> hand gestures to me now. I don't know what this means. You, you know the thing. What's it called when you have a you have a phone and then That's you've it. got like a, a thing with a phone company? Like I have a thing with a phone company. Come on, Owen, read a me. A contract? Yeah, let's say that. I have a contract with a charging company where I have a little brick, uh, which I then click on on a, on a stand, <laughs> and it and it and it uh, and it gives me power. <clears throat> a little, right? Little <laughs> Just your choice of words. A little, I mean, t- a little touch thing. You have a, a contract little... with the car charging company that gives you a little brick. <laughs> you get it. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. really selling this to me. I really Thanks. got yeah. right to to purchase a um, yeah. HP EV. <laughs> PHEV, which ah, you said okay. I think is a disease. <laughs> <laughs> PHEV, yeah. good. Uh, anyway, so that was the side tracker by PHEV. What, what's it? What's it like driving in the city? Uh, scary at first. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you that. Like uh, I haven't driven for ten years. Uh, okay, right. Within, within, okay. Uh, so I, you know, I applied for my, my license transfer. Many of this thing might have experienced that. Hmm. Um, unfortunately, I didn't do it the first three months I arrived. Actually, can we just say that out loud? How did you do that? Sure. Yeah, because I've actually had people asking me about that lately. Truly. Um, okay, so it really depends where you're from as well. Yeah. Most. Because uh, most oh, you don't have a European one. No, exactly. If you've got a European difficult. one, it's you just can keep your European it's an, one. An, yes, but you can transfer your European one to a Danish Definitely one. Definitely well. can, but there's no reason to. Yes. Yeah, there's no reason to if you. I was trying to do it, and I can't remember why. Because I lost my Irish one. That was it, and I thought uh, maybe I could just get it straight over to. Yeah. Nope, that didn't make sense either. I can't remember why I was looking at it. Doesn't mind. I've got an Irish one, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's what, like, my girlfriend Spanish uses that one. Yeah. Uh, throughout Europe. So, in that sense, it doesn't matter. So, I got the, the Australian one. <clears throat> I've always had an Australian one. Yeah. And I didn't get it transferred by when I got here the first three months, mm-hmm. uh, which was, what, 15 years ago, or whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, and I only changed the, the law where you could actually get it transferred if you're from Australia, uh, you know, a one-on-one exchange, um, I don't know, about two or three years ago. Mm. And it took me that long to get my shit together and do, you know what, I need, I want a fucking car again. I'm yep. sick Public transport. Then Corona hit, and I'm like, I've got to get this fucking license. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I'd already applied for it at that point. But anyway, so uh, you apply for it, um, 
uh, by presenting your license and whatever documentation you might need. I had to, I had to have proof of like from the Australian authorities that I've had a license in so and so many years, mm-hmm. right? You put those two things together, you whack them into uh, the commune, the uh, municipality. They say, thank you for that. And they send it to the Danish police. And the Danish police say, cool, we'll verify this. They send it to the Australian police. The Australian police look at this and say, shit, the forests are burning. Let's go out and heckle that first. <laughs> because that was about that time. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they come back and like, oh, here's a license. Yep, that guy, that, that's real. That's that guy. They send it back to Denmark. And Denmark says, oh, look, a license from Australia. We'll handle that in a second. Corona's here. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so they, uh, <laughs> they'd handle Corona. And then, yeah. uh, and then they're like, okay, here's a license. Great. Uh, no problem. That is that is a real Australian license, says the Australian police. Send that back to the communa. The communa says, oh, great. Everyone agrees. And then they uh, send me my license. So do you have an Australian license as well? No. So what? The, here's the catch-22. Uh-huh. Uh, you hand in your physical license. Mm-hmm. You might have, let's say you have uh, only got a year left in your license. In Australia, you have to renew it every uh, one to five years, depending on what you bought. Is that one to five? Yeah. So you can buy one year, three year, five year. It's in, uh, yeah. Ireland, it's 10. Yeah. Bang, boom. You get 10 and you don't don't come back for another 10 years. Yeah, no, Something. you have to do it quite often. It's a money-making gig, I think. Um I, think I had an Australian one. Anyway, never mind. Anyway, never mind. so so you uh, if if you've got like a year left um on the license, it doesn't matter when you hand it in and you get your license, yeah. the Danish one, you've got that forever long like for life, I think the Danish ones are. Mm. Like I think every 15 years you have to do a little recheck, but other than that, mm-hmm. um so yeah, that was that was a fucking godsend. Like I missed having a car, but I hadn't driven for a very 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 long time. I got my license in, uh, fuck, when was it? Around about April or May or something like that. Uh, uh, no, before then. Uh, and then a month later, no, not even. Two weeks later, I had a car. Nice. I just couldn't wait any longer. Got wow. the license and I'm like, I need to be free. But were you, were you, because cause it, it's a beautiful thing in Denmark. It's open insurance. So you can just hop in a car as long as the person said, yeah, you can drive that. You can drive it. Yeah. Uh, so true. had you been driving at all? I know you hadn't had a car, but had you been uh, driving? So, so yes. What you're referring to, uh, we're becoming we're becoming a, like a, a retired person's podcast. So insurance, Owen. Uh, <laughs> are you there, listeners? <laughs> tap tap tap. <laughs> are you awake? <laughs> so the insurance thing. I'm here, learning a lot. <laughs> I'm learning a lot. Oh, this is not going to air. The insurance <laughs> thing. Hmm. Uh, basically. Uh, I was able, because I have had a license for a long time, but only a Danish license for like at the period that I bought the car, a mm. month, mm-hmm. uh, if that. No, it was like two weeks uh, or something. Um, they're like, well, we can't, uh, the insurance here, well, I can see you've only had the license for a year. Your insurance is going to be much higher. Yeah. Because after, it's usually after like five or so years, then they you get the cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, oh, but I've had a license for a long time. I'm like, oh, you need to prove that. I'm like, okay, here's the document that I sent to the authority. Oh, okay, no worries. Um, oh really exactly uh, that's that's up that's at the discretion of the insurance company but yeah that's basically how it worked same with buying a car like they're probably you know they're like okay let's have a look at that oh it's not very old I'm like yeah but I've had another like oh okay no problem mm, um, interesting so even though the Danish license is very young yeah. the Australian uh, your, license is they, they, they recognize your heritage of, of car exactly. license ownership precisely uh. yeah so uh, so that's how that works guys um, but had you been driving in Denmark I've had uh, like a drive or two in Denmark. Uh, or two. So are you a bad, are you, what kind of stage is your driving at the moment? I like to think I'm a delightful driver. I am a careful, conscientious uh, driver who thinks of nothing but uh, the safety of me and my passengers. Um, Not the cyclists? And fuck the cyclists. <laughs> I am one of them. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I, okay, I have a friend who also just recently got a car and we were sitting down like two old men mm. just bitching about how And at some point we're like, 
Wow, getting a car really makes you old super quick. There's, but the thing is, you okay? Australia, especially Sydney, has a thing about hating cyclists. Oh no, it's it's a it's a hating cyclists. It's it's got to be a mental like a a psychological diagnosis. Like yeah, it is it is at a point where it's like it is unhealthy. Like you get cars trying to knock cyclists off on the motorway. This, we're talking about Sydney now. We're not talking about Copenhagen. No, no, I'm talking about all of Australia. Like, I'm yeah. talking about... Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's fucking yeah. insane. Because I, 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 like... <clears throat> Marius will be like, you always fucking mention me. <laughs> Maybe I... If it's a new listener, I used to live in Australia. I mention it every second episode. <laughs> Funnily But, enough, this is the first time I've actually realized that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I say it quite a lot. Um... But uh, I drove in Australia, and mm. it was a nightmare. I hated driving in Sydney. Really? I mean, I would never drive intense. in the CBD in Brisbane. No. It was intense. I mean, uh, and and you, they like what's that shock jock um, gobshite? Um, uh, Kyle Senderman. There's a few of them though. Um, I can't remember his name. He would like openly talk hate speech about cyclists. Alan was, Jones. Yeah, Alan Jones. That oh, was yeah. it. Alan Jones. He's our. Uh, what's that other guy in the US? Uh, also, Alan, I think. No, well, there's no, there's there's Alex Jones. Alex Jones. But he's the he's the conspiracy nut. Uh, it'd be more like a Rush Limbar. Yeah. Vibe. There it is. Yeah, yeah that's you're Rush Limbar. Yeah. Um, John Laws. But then I get to I get to Copenhagen, and everybody. I honestly I. I, okay, I drive in Copenhagen. Sure. I don't have a car, but I, I occasionally for work or whatever maybe yeah. I have a car. Sure. Um, And it's so chilled. You're like you gotta. You you have to be ultra ultra aware of cyclists. Yeah. Like it's it's like yeah. it's like you're so you're doing a dance with a couple of uh, um, I'm gonna say uh, badminton rackets, and you're surrounded by butterflies, and you can't oh, hit I any. I love of them. that analogy. That's the way I feel about when I'm yeah. driving through Copenhagen. It's I, so it's, true. They're just it's everywhere, and you don't want to hurt any of them. So. No, it's true. Yeah, but at the same time, they kind of they do they do swerve. Yeah, like, the one thing like the thing about Copenhagen is like everyone on whatever mode of transport they're on, mm. their legs, their bike, uh, a car, they all think they own the road. Yes, it's so true. Right. Yes. So it's like, no, yeah. I'm walking here, yeah, and it's yeah. like, hey, I'm biking here, and a car's like, I'm in a metal device, get out of my road. <laughs> 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 it's so true like I remember I remember when I first moved here and I was cycling uh, some, I was like oh can we try it? Like, okay. like we were going up like a one way street or something like that on the bikes and I was like oh can we cycle up here and it just turned to me mid cycling and we're like you're on a bike you can go anywhere <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny but another thing about getting a car right it's just uh, it, you get so fucking lazy like I, I'm now like I now consider whether or not I take the bike to Netto which mm. is a five minute bike ride or the car Come on, <laughs> I <know>. Trent. <laughs> I can't help it. I think I've gained weight since I bought that fucking <laughs> oh my car. God. It is just, I can't, it's just, I'm getting back into my Australian rhythms. I'm just like, oh, oh I need it. I need some milk. I'll just go down there. <laughs> just, oh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Anyway, I'm thinking we should get into our next topic. Um, yeah. Okay, ready guys? Tax. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to be... <laughs> uh, the... Coping with uh, old fogies, uh, new ep- new podcast that we're, we've brought out. Um, <laughs> no, I can't even remember what the what we were going to so talk about. The original we thing, about. the original thing was we were going to talk about. Uh, uh, Forget Germany. Germany's gone by. Germany, yeah, uh, long gone. we'll talk about that another day. Yeah. Um, about uh, language mishaps, I guess, or uh, misunderstandings. Oh, yes. I need to clarify something with you because you've said you've been on the show uh, many a time with your uh, as a guest and also uh, with your your um, um, segment, um, mm. your cultural curiosities. Yes, uh, and you you've referred many a Danish thing to me. Yes, I don't speak Danish. 
I don't have a word of it. I thought you had like a functional level. Uh, I really want to say yes, but no. Owen, oh, buddy. I don't buddy. speak Danish. How long have you been here? Three, n- three years. Owen, oh, buddy, buddy. Yeah. Owen, <laughs> Owen. Because <laughs> there's been so many times you've, and I think we've said it when you're off air, when you're off, like, because we, with a call or something, you go off there and then we'll talk and, and be like, Trent still doesn't know I don't speak Danish. <laughs> Because you'd be like, you'd be like, oh I read this God. article and I, I, I send it to you. You can read it later. And I'm like, I, I my mind is blown. <laughs> like, because I put an article in one of the chats we have. And I I'm saw like, it. I saw Let's that. have a look at that. Yeah, I saw <laughs> you sent me a Danish article today, and I was like, ah, oh, God love him. <laughs> he thinks I get this. Oh dear. <laughs> it was me. just a big blow up, like whale of like. That's interesting. I mean, I've, okay. This? Can I ask you? Of course. And I mean this, like, I think for the benefit of the listeners. Yes. Um, why is it that you think, and it's not an accusation, I no, think no, it's, no, it's a over, general, over. literal question yeah, I yeah. think, uh, you know, we, people should ask. Why, uh, ask themselves, why um, Why do you think it is that you haven't uh, learned any Danish yet? Um, hmm. Brutal honesty would be laziness. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Um, also, I, f- I do find language very difficult. Sure. Uh, I, Definitely. I, I, I struggled with Irish. I struggled with French when I was learning it. Mm. Um, Struggling with the Irish. Um, in in Ireland, so you in, in Ireland you don't uh, unless you're from a particular part of Ireland, you don't just speak Irish. You learn it as a foreign language. Are we? To- oh, we're talking like um, like the old Gaelic language. Oscalia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's my arrogance coming through. Yeah. Yep. So sorry. um, so like I struggle with that. I don't like I I don't have that anymore. Maybe had a little bit of understanding back when I was in school. That's yeah. gone. French had a bit. Used to live in France. Got, that was the closest I ever got to it. <laughs> I nearly I could understand French when I was living there. Couldn't yeah. speak it. Could understand it. And now I'm in Denmark, and I'm mm. like. And I, but the thing is, I really do want to learn, and I do yeah. feel I have a guilt about me now because yeah. I'm working in an office with Danes, mm. uh, and I I'd be sitting in a meeting with four Danes, and right. will English, 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 Danish comes along, and I yeah. do not blame them. Let the let the let the four or the five people speak the language their language and like I'm like of course you can mm. communicate through that, mm. um, it it's it's a weird one um, and it, it's just but let's be honest here man Danish is difficult yeah it's, it's toughy it's it's tough I mean I think grammatically it's not too bad I think you can you can get through it no you know, yeah it's it's a Germanic language yes. in that sense it's, they say what they say and that's what they say yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but I think uh, I think the the pronunciation is the thing that turns a lot of folks off. Yeah. And I think I think actually, and I, I don't know, this would be a nice theory to test out. I have a feeling that people who are used to, you know, like you do, doing a bit of theater and acting and stuff, uh, are usually, I think, probably more comfortable with trying to speak a language mm. uh, closer to the sounds they can get. Because I think a lot of it um, for, for for folks is, is that embarrassing feeling of like trying to make a sound you're just not familiar with. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you're trying to do a voice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's like as a kid, I was like someone who loved to do voices. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, and I used to always like do like in uh, my apologies, Irish and Scottish and fucking, you know, what I thought was Irish and Scottish to mm. say that, uh, and American, you know, we, my sister and I used to always go around and say like, Benyana, and then we were like speaking American. Mm. Um, uh, so I think I was, I've been used to like being out there with, with pronunciation. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and so I think that's why my pronunciation is, is where it is now. It's by no means perfect, but it's definitely up there. Yeah. Um, and I think that, and I, this is my question to you. I mean, is, is that something that you think stopped you? Do you feel, uh, do you feel weirded out by trying to form the sounds or is it, or is it, um, 
Is it maybe just a, literally just a time thing? You just don't, you know, I don't really want to make time for this. Um, no, I, 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 I don't think I'm wor- weirded out by the sounds because I, I, I do like, like, um, 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 a zero, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying there is a zero. I say it really <laughs> fast. I say that really fast. I know that's not the pronunciation. I know that's not the word, because but that's my interpretation of what they say, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, of how you you'd say it. Right. So I'm and I I've I dropped that in and like I've worked I've worked in bars and like store, right? And what what shits me about it is I'll go uh, um, uh, via store blah blah blah, and when I say store, which is large. Yeah. Um, The amount of people who would, it's about 50-50 who would still be like, on school? And you're like, yeah, it's yeah, a simple yeah. word. Nah, man, I I'm get saying it. a really simple <laughs> word here, guys. I get it. <laughs> and this is one of the things which I think I said which last time. Which puts me off a bit, you know? Definitely. Yeah. It's fucking degrading sometimes, mm. right? I mean, it's, I mean, I, I always remember when I first had conversations like this with when I was first learning Danish or when I got to a point where I could hold a conversation. And I was speaking to my ex-girlfriend's family who was Danish. Mm. Um And uh, and we're talking about uh, you know how difficult it can be to learn language. And I think it was my girlfriend, my ex girlfriend, that made the point that um, yeah, imagine being a forty year old uh, person moving to a country. You have an established uh, career and all that kind of stuff. Uh, massive respect. Uh, you know you've you've earned you know you've earned your stripes. Mm-hmm. You come to a country and you try to learn a language and you're speaking like a five year old. And then you get people who don't have the patience to sort of listen and yeah. And that kind of stuff. I mean, it is, it's a very degrading thing, uh, I think. Um, so I totally get that. I think, like I said in the last time we talked about uh, something similar to this, I think it's it's very much a two-way street. Uh, this, I, I really wish locals would be a little more patient mm-hmm. and a little more understanding. Uh, you know, but understanding, I don't know if it's the right word, but, you know, Danes, fo- folks that live here have have learned languages since they were, you know, knee-high to a grasshopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's you know, nothing new to them, right? But for some folks, especially English speakers, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I guess, also our privilege. Yes, um, exactly, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but especially English, it's like speaking another language can be super degrading. Mm-hmm. Um Also, people who don't speak a language that resembles Germanic languages at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, at least, at least, the, like the, the structuring language, of yeah. of of the language, I should be able to understand. You know, I mean. Um, but you're saying you're we were we're talking off air before this, and you were saying because you do speak Danish, right? Mm. And we we've had it like you've been on the show before, and like you've even had it where you've you go into your local shops and people treat you differently, even though you're not Danish, but you speak mm. Danish, so you're like. Yeah, but you're not. You're 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 one of us, but you're not one of us. We like it, you're in this weird in between ground, mm. kind of in a way. You, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth now, but no, I, get, I think you're you're covering it. Nicely. Um, but you were saying that you you had an interaction with somebody today where uh, the literal translation of things gets mm. confusing. What was what what what's how can you how can you get it but not get it? Like what's what's happening there? Yeah, I mean. Uh, Yeah, when we were talking, I was I was surprised at myself because like I've been here for 15 years and I still have these weird little realizations sometimes. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, maybe that's that's what happened. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so you know, oftentimes I've heard people say, you know, Danish is a very literal language, and it often comes up when you talk about humor and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ooh, the orange fell down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a terrible example. Mm-hmm. But uh, whereas in English, you might be a little more, you know, you know, more creative or abstract with the humor, you know, yeah. like French. Um, but um, That also is is something that you can see in, in a lot of other parts of language, like explaining things and how much de- into detail you go about something. 
Um, and I realized today, uh, after chatting to my boss, uh, I, had, I had docked it up. A, docked it up. I had written uh, a write-up for international students uh, who are coming in here in these COVID times, and we just wanted to write a, a, an email, mm. um, basically saying, you know, don't worry, guys, everything's uh, everything's okay. We're doing our best to make sure everything's fine, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And these are the government things and all that. Um, and one of the things was, you know, um, the heading was what what does um, what is Denmark doing uh, during what is Denmark what measures is Denmark taking mm-hmm. um, during the COVID-19 um, uh, pandemic? Um, and it was just a little sort of paragraph and me sort of saying, okay, so um, the health authorities recommend social distancing, uh, da, 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 da. Um, there's also, it's also recommended that uh, you wear a uh, face mask in public transport. And my boss, who's, who's a local, um, sort of said, yeah, but uh, is that true? I'm like, yeah, it's true. And he's like, yeah, but uh, isn't it only in peak hour? Um, and I'm like, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> probably, I mean, but it's still like, why is that? I mean, it's still recommended. Yeah, the, the words I said are, you are know, still true, yeah, right? that's still a thing. Um, and then I just, I had it, like, I at the same time that he was speaking to me, I was like, hey, Mort, I think I know, I think I know why sometimes we don't communicate or mm. not communicate, but why I sometimes get frustrated and, and think that people don't maybe uh, listen to me or take something that I said seriously or something. And I just, he didn't really care. I just went on to try it in front of him. Like, mm. you know, like one of those realizations in a, in a, in a movie, right? It's like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. And then I realized, <gasps> and, <laughs> yes, it's just like that time. Um, but I was, uh, yeah. And I'm like, wow, I think it's because, you know, uh, maybe that, that it's that whole, and this is a theory at this point. I'm, yeah. you know, by no means a linguist. Yeah. Um, if my girlfriend's listening, she will probably, uh, debunk this as soon as I get home. <laughs> um, she speaks nine, seven languages. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and studied it um, but uh, but no I, I was I was thinking okay well you know I've often heard Danish is literal and sometimes I realize when I write emails and I, I guess maybe uh, I don't know if you recognize this too I think in English we speak in a lot of generalities sometimes and mm-hmm. expect that people can read between the lines or expect that people can pick out that okay if he says this then he also means this yeah 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 um whereas in danish uh, in danish it's like if you don't say it explicitly what you what what is true or what you what you mean to say then people think oh he forgot that yeah um and so i'll say it uh and and take the credit <laughs> uh that's not what they think that's not the thought process but that's what it feels like, it's yeah. like i said that it's like it's like um, it's like it's <clears> like you have your conversation and dane sitting across and you say something And that reminds them of something they should say. That's how it works, right? Yeah, yeah, and you're exactly. like, you've actually said it in your own way, but they're like, yeah. oh, that's actually a good point that I'll bring up right now. You're <laughs> exactly. like, no, I just yeah. did bring that point up. Yeah, you mentioned the clowns. I will mention the rain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but And that was a super weird realization because I'm like, that happens a lot in my email correspondences where I'm like, you know, I'll get angry at colleagues sometimes. Uh, I don't for stealing ideas and stuff? Not for stealing ideas, just more like, You know, oh, Trent, you didn't mention this. I'm like, no, but I, I yeah, right. And like, ah, yeah. but you didn't say specifically. Like, no, but it's fucking implied. Mm. And it's interesting. Implied. You know, That's it, right? Implied. Yeah, it's implied. And it's you know, I, I, you know, you've, you guys know this. Obviously, like, I'm, I'm very much into cultural and cultural understanding, and mm. consider myself a cultural trainer. And I think mm. it's just interesting. It's, it's that whole, um, you know, it's hard to look. It's easy to look outside uh, and in. Mm-hmm. But uh, trying to look from the inside and in, if that makes sense, trying to look at myself sometimes can be a lot harder than when I'm speaking to to a client or someone and telling them how you know how this works and that works in Denmark. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think sometimes uh, I I also surprise myself of like, holy fuck, re- I just figured that out after 15 years that maybe that's the thing. And you want me to learn this language? 
<laughs> Owen, I think you'll be fine. Me too. You know, one day we'll just, a whole episode we'll just do uh, Owen learns Danish. I, that was that mm. was that was at the at the beginning uh, that was a big plan I had, but uh, then that all <laughs> slipped away, and we're now on episode eighty nine. I'll consider it. I'm going to consider um, putting all my effort and all my time into learning a language that uh, will always confuse me, and even when I do speak it, <laughs> will make things more complicated. Thank you so much for that, Trent. No. Uh, <laughs> No, Marius at this stage would normally be giving us some hot tips for the week ahead, but he's gone off and done something himself. So we've come up with a couple. Starting off with Mystery Makers. Uh, yeah. You know these guys. I've heard of them. Yeah, they they look very very cool. They I I've just heard about them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, uh, but yes, they do um, like uh, mystery hunts, like treasure hunts. Yeah, and they do. Um, uh, Locked room, what's it, what's it called? Escape, Escape rooms. rooms yeah. So a couple of ones they have the ritual, the lab, the king's garden. This oh, that sounds cool. The citadel. I love the that citadel. word. What a wonderful word. Yeah. Uh, the killing room. So these are all adventure or mysteries you can you can try out. Yeah, yeah maybe not the killing room to start off, but uh, it's the mystery makers' tenth uh, mm. anniversary. So they're going to be doing a particular nice event for it. They're going to be having a big mystery hunt thing happening nice. at their location nice. I don't know what it entails it just says <laughs> mysteries honestly it just says there's going to be mysteries I mean it's living up to their name yeah it's going yeah. to be on the uh, Friday the 28th uh, between uh, four and nine. Uh they're going to have some beers some beers. sausages some oh. soft drinks yeah but the thing is you have to register uh, if you're listening to the podcast it's today you have to register on the 14th of August okay. so Never check that out uh, but Here's the thing. These guys do it all the time. So if you don't go to this particular event, check out Mystery Makers. Sure. Uh, it sounds like a good one. Mm. I agree. I mean, I think these uh, these kind of things are uh, are awesome. I, I do it with work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always go back to work, don't I? Uh, and I remember when I was I was Googling some ideas for like doing treasure hunts in town and I came across these guys and I was just like, um, okay, I'm an amateur. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal, right? I it, mean, it's a fucking like it is a planning event and a like to do that shit. Yeah, you you got to be an event planner with like ten thousand years experience, or just better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got any hot tips? I do actually. I found one, um, which uh, you know, not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's called Ring. Well, it, it's Ring Making Workshop at Buck. Buck is a store. Okay, um, actually, not far from we are on uh, mm-hmm. on Kong's. Uh, What's that big street called? It's uh, I have it in front of me. Gamal Kongavai. That's what it's one. called. Um, uh, and uh, basically, what you can do is you can go in there and uh, on the 27th of August, and you can basically sculpt your own ring out of uh, something called jeweler's wax. Um, so if you like wow. sculpting and you like wax How and you like rings, go go do that. Yeah. Go How much that. is it going to cost me? Um, well, it's going to cost you 750 uh, Danish crowns. And you're like, well, that's a bit steep to carve a bit of wax. But um, you do actually get a silver ring out of it. So apparently they uh, they take your carving yeah. and they make uh, they make it into a silver ring and send it to you a couple of weeks after. Wow. Um, pretty cool. I just thought that the concept was pretty awesome to me. I thought that, that sounded really cool. Yeah. Um, the back shop, um, you can uh, Google back shop and, and you'll see it come up. Uh, otherwise, the address is Gamal Kongavai 139 in Flakespear. Cost seven hundred fifty crowns, and as I said, it was on the twenty seventh of August. Uh, try and hit them up on their uh, event page um, to uh, to see uh, how to go about joining that. Sounds very cool. Sounds very Lord of the Ringish. A lot of people are going to do the Lord of the Ring. I'm ring, pretty I would sure think they so. will, yeah. uh, And next week is, of course, uh, Copenhagen Pride Week. That's right. Uh, yeah. Which is going to be fantastic, mm. but 
because it's 2020 and everything's different. Uh-huh. Everything's going to go digital this year. Yeah, they're going to have <laughs> they're going to have all their debates, uh, events um, online. And what we're going to do is we're going to stick up that on the Facebook page. Mm. And uh, there's going to be a live website that you can check out everything. And uh, the, the good news with that is it's going to be way easier to get involved. You can just click yeah, on it wherever true. you are, you know. I say that when we all know what we really want to be is yeah. in the city center at the at the Pride going the crazy. Is. Yeah. But mm, afraid not this year. But mm. it's going to be a, a cool event anyway and um, a whole new way of experiencing it. That is the show for this week. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much, Trent, for sitting in for Marius. You have done a spectacular job. It's uh, it's been a pleasure uh, to be here uh, as Marius is uh, standing. It's just a terrible <laughs> Marius. A terrible uh, I mean, it's just so... <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Listen back. Listen back to this oh, episode. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm going to be sending this to Mario. Uh, but no, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, an honor to uh, to be asked. And uh, yeah, hopefully uh, it'll happen again at some Absolutely, point. absolutely. Yeah. Check out our Facebook page for any of the events we were talking about. Uh, get on Spotify, SoundCloud, um, iTunes. Mm-hmm. Check out the podcast. I love that I say that at the end of every episode because it's too late. <laughs> You've done it. <laughs> Um, if you're there but I appreciate it and uh, give us a like give us a review and tell a friend and have a great week goodbye toodles